What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. Early on, I was exposed to just being an entrepreneur. That, that's all we ever knew. My father was very successful. Um, but I did go through the trials of the ups and downs that entrepreneurs have. So um, when I got out of college, um, I decided not to go down the road of owning my own business because I, I was fearful uh, of the ups and downs. So I, I started working um, and I did okay. I was uh, chief information officer for a $55 million a year construction company. Then I became CEO and president of an IT company, but I felt throughout my life that there was something missing. What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. Hi, everyone. My name is Mayowa, and I'm your host on the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm the founder of the book Court, a publishing agency that helps busy entrepreneurs write and publish a book that helps them become an instance authority in their niche and feed, build more credibility, amplify their reach, and also get more clients for their business. If you have a book idea as a coach, consultant, and thought leader in your space, head straight to the book Court.com. That's T-H-E-B-O-O-K-C-O-T dot com to book a call. And uh, in this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast, I've got an amazing entrepreneur in the house. But before we get the show started, I will pass the mic to him. He will introduce himself, tell us a bit about himself, then we get the show started. Hey, Maya. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Very excited to be here. Uh, my name is Victor Calabrese. I am uh, president of Deskside. Um, I've been an entrepreneur for most of my life. Um, my parents were entrepreneurs. Um, I started Deside uh, about 2017, about five years ago. Um, I've had multiple businesses. Um, I'm really excited to talk about, you know, uh, all the different uh, trials, tribulations, how we got here. Uh, so that's a little bit about me. Deside is a IT outsourced company. So we like to coin ourselves as a technology success partner. Uh, we help small and medium businesses with all things that are IT. So from buying a laptop to help desk to backup disaster recovery strategy, uh, everything that, that a small and medium business uh, would need. Um, we have all the tools of the enterprise suite uh, only available for the, the small and medium businesses. Okay, thank you so much, Victor. We are glad to have you on this uh, show. And we know that you are ready to dish out all the good stuff for us on this interview. Yes, I'm happy to be on the show as well. Okay, so let's to get the show uh, started. Can you just give us uh, a bit of background into your story? How did you got into this entrepreneurship thing and how does this get started for you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, my parents were both entrepreneurs. My, my father was in the construction market. My mother was uh, owned uh, a clothing store and travel agency. So early on, I was exposed to just being an entrepreneur. That, that's all we ever knew. My father was very successful. Um, but I did go through the trials of the ups and downs that entrepreneurs have. So um, when I got out of college, um, I decided not to go down the road of owning my own business because I, I was fearful uh, of the ups and downs. So I, I started working um, and I did okay. I was uh, chief information officer for a $55 million a year construction company. Then I became CEO and president of an IT company. But I felt throughout my life that there was something missing. Um, something inside of me was like, you know, I, I'm, I was doing okay financially, but I wasn't fulfilled. So um, around 2015 or so, I decided that I was going to do my own thing. I was going to start my own thing, um, which was kind of tough because I had a family, I had a house, I had all the commitments that came along with uh, uh, adult life. And uh, I decided to take the leap. So I sold my house. Uh, I went out on my own. I started at the time one consulting business. Um, you know, fast forward now to you know 2022. Uh, Desk started in 2017. In 2022, I now own four different businesses. Uh, five, if you include the holding company. Uh, and I can never be happier than I am now. Okay, that's a very, very lovely entrepreneurial story over there. So uh, let me ask you, you mentioned something that you are not fulfilled where you are. So what exactly is fulfillment to you and what can you describe as fulfillment? And what's the difference between what was happening then when you are not fulfilled and right now when you have your own business and you can tell yourself that you are fulfilled? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And it, it, was, it was a struggle for me to figure out what it was, right? Because you don't, you, you go through this journey, you don't really know what a lot of these feelings you're having are. I do understand them now. And, and back then, I, it wasn't a money thing. I was making money. I was doing, I was doing very well, but I was making a lot of money for the owners of the companies that I was working for. Um, so that was one thing. But the bigger thing was there was a point in my career where I had reached the, the, the pinnacle of an employee. Um, I, I was running a company as an employee for two owners. The owners were pretty much absent and I was running that company. And after only a, a, a short while, I think it was like a year or so, two owners came to me and they says, we decided to sell the business. And that deflated me. So at, at that point, you know, I started putting all these things together, all these feelings that I had around how much work I was putting in for someone else, how much I was getting back out of that. And then for it to be taken away from me, just because, you know, the owners decided to, to sell it was a really, really big detrimental moment in my life. Um, and that's when I decided, I said, that's it. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to take the risk. Uh, I want to try to do this on my own. And uh, no matter what the consequences are, we're going to work through them. And, and I did it. And I'm, I'm still struggling through it. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm where I want to be. Um, but the struggle is the part, believe it or not, that it was missing in my life. I, I enjoy the struggle of building something new. Okay, that's awesome. You know, the reason why I asked that question is this. Uh, for many entrepreneurs out there listening to this out there, 
surely everybody has a measure of what success is to them. Like I myself, I can relate to your story because uh, in 2012, I actually left my only paid job. And uh, for me, success and fulfillment for me was then the, the fact that I'm not doing something that is interesting. I'm not doing something that can engage my creativity. And I just have to live. Like everything was monotonous. And I just wanted to do something that can make can make me very, very happy. So I, I think one uh, takeaway from this is understand what success and fulfillment is for you and just go down that path. So transitioning from that question, uh, Victor, so present day now, how is your business like uh, the structure of your business and revenue-wise, where exactly are you this year? Yeah, so um, now, like I said, there, there's five businesses in total. So we have a, a family holding company uh, that, that, that my wife and I uh, own. And that company owns the other businesses. So we have Deskside, which is the IT company. That's that's the one that I focus on the most. We have Consulieri, which is a consulting company that does very high level uh, consulting work. Um, and then we have uh, Goodfellow Ventures, which is just an investment uh, vehicle for my partner and myself to, to invest in other companies. And then we have my wife's company, which is uh, about two years old, called Pretty Teepees. Uh, that does uh, sleepover and uh, party events for, for, for children. So that's the major structure of the company. Um, talking specifically of Deskside, uh, I am the president COO uh, of, of the company. So I run operations uh, day in and day out of the company. Um, business partner um, is the CEO and chairman uh, of the company. Um, but he's really like a, a he comes on the board meetings and that's about it. I run day-to-day -day operations. That That's pretty much the structure of the company. Okay. What about your revenue, right, uh, for this present year? So that side will be, uh, has grown 40% year over year. Uh, we will be uh, breaking through the $1.5, $2 million mark this year uh, on our way to $5 because that was a, that was a tough hurdle. Uh, the other businesses are over a million dollars each. Uh, and again, all trying to struggle. I think that the, our, our goals for each of the businesses is to get them to about $10 million um, in the next five years. Um, so that's where the revenue is. Okay, that's awesome. You mentioned you juggle between uh, five businesses. So one very uh, curious question I want to ask you is, how do you deal with having five companies uh how do you run them and uh is it not a drain on your time and i'm just curious to know the structure you've put in place to actually run five businesses together without going insane insane yeah yeah no that's that's a great question so so there's there's a couple of things that you have to have in place and and the first thing is that each business is its own little kind of 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 it, it it's different right that side has a lot of employees um, so there's the management structure. There's people that are way smarter than me that are doing the things that they're supposed to be. And I stay out of their way. Um, something I learned early on in, in my career is to, to hire people that are smarter than you and then trust them to do what they're supposed to do. Um, always check up on them, but, but, but trust them to do what they have to do. So that side has a hierarchy. So I have uh, vice presidents, I have managers, uh, and I have technical staff all, all the way down. I have sales team. Uh, so that's, that's easier. There's a lot of responsibilities on me to, to, to grow the company. I report to the board of directors on a quarterly basis, but, and I would say anywhere from 40 hours to 50 hours a week, I devote to desk side, uh, physically working. 
Um, the other the other side of this whole thing is that Consulieri, for instance, is a consultant company. Um, that one we don't actively sell, um, so there's not a whole big um, a group of people going out there selling. We have a lot of business. It's really word of mouth. Um, it's it's a few hours a week. Whenever we have a clientele, I have a client down in Florida. I have a client up in Canada. I have a few clients here in Texas. Um, so that doesn't really take up a lot of our time. Uh, Goodfellow Ventures is, is an investment arm. So what we really do there is financial. Um, so we, we sit down, my partner and I, on a, on a uh, I would say, monthly basis, decide what we're going to invest in and, and, and move money around. Um, so that doesn't take up a lot of my time. And then Pretty Teepees, I have my wife. My wife's the CEO of that company. I'm really just on the background helping with uh, the technical stuff or if she has operational needs, but she's pretty much running that company on her own. Uh, so that's how I'm able to uh, do all the things. Really, what takes a lot of time is um, just checking in on everything and making sure, you know, financially we're in the right spot. We have all the credit, all the finance that we need, the cash in the bank. Um, that's really, and that's just a matter of hopping from company to company to company. Okay, one specific uh, takeaway I can get from what you just said is uh, the importance of having a team where you can delegate tasks and you can just uh, be the supervisor. And I think the reason why I asked that question is because personally, I struggle a lot. I have two uh, businesses and uh, for me, just for two businesses, it's very, very difficult trying to juggle uh, the two businesses together. So I asked that question specifically for entrepreneurs out there who are struggling with, uh, you know, as entrepreneurs, sometimes we have multi-potentialites, like we have so many interests that we surely want to pursue and explore. So like, uh, and it can be very hard when you are trying to juggle two things together. But just like you said, uh, kudos to you. You have been able to uh, plug in all those uh, five businesses and you are still be able to run well. And I think I must say kudos to you. Unlike someone like me who actually find it difficult to juggle two things together. So, uh that is I'm gonna so I'm gonna give you uh, I'm gonna give you a piece of advice. The the one thing that that really really helped me with that side is my uh, administrative assistant. Um, and most people wait way too long to go and hire one. Um, and I have I have Aileen. She's awesome. Um, I know a bunch of uh, uh, my my uh, fellow uh, business owners. I, I I'm part of a group of it's called Vistage that we meet once a month, but they go and hire virtual assistants and they are super happy with them. Um, so my recommendation to you is that it's never too early to hire a virtual assistant uh, and, and they're not that expensive. Yeah, sure. I have a virtual assistant and uh, what I'm actually saying is uh, trying to, you know, I still have to supervise them and, you know, there is this uh, belief that nobody can actually do what I can do best. But I think that is a very faulty uh, belief and I'm still trying to work with it. So uh, what I was saying uh, specifically is just at the administrative uh, side of things, not really uh, delegating stuff. It's at supervising uh, two things together and try to still make everything uh, perfect. But thank you so much for that tip. So right now, uh, Victor, I'm a very big fan of gratitude. If you look around you, your peers, your contemporaries, others who do what you do, who do you respect? Who do you admire? Who is that one person you just want to call out publicly and thank them for being there for you along the way? Oh, I, man, I, I, I am so blessed in that arena. I, I, I Early on, I learned that there's got to be three people in your life that have 
three different purposes. One should be a spiritual guide, one should be a family guide, and one should be a, a business guide. And I'm lucky enough to have multiples in each one of them. Uh, Mike, which is my, my business partner and, and best friend, um, he's awesome. He's taught me so much. He continues to teach me so much. He keeps me on the, on the straight and narrow. Obviously, my father uh, is, is an awesome influence in my life. I talk to him weekly. His, his uh, ability to give me all the trials and tribulations he went through and to try to get out of, 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 of doing the same mistakes and trying to you know, fast forward, he's been valuable. Um, but my, my lovely wife, you know, she's the most supportive person in my life. Um, and then I have this group. I mean, I, I have a group of 20 business owners that I meet on a monthly basis uh, in my Vistage group, which um, is invaluable. We bring problems to the table. We work together to try to solve those problems. If I have an issue, you know, working through COVID was, was a major undertaking for every business out there. And having that, those resources there was, was a, a blessing. So I'm, I'm very blessed in that arena as far as having people there. Okay, awesome. So, Victor, I just want you to do one thing just right after this interview. Go send everybody, every amazing person you've mentioned right now, go send them an email or maybe just shoot them a text message and just tell them I was interviewed on the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast and it will be live soon. I acknowledge you and how wonderful you have been. I just want to say thank you. Oh, thank you. And we'll definitely do. Okay, awesome. So transitioning now to my favorite part of the uh, podcast where I have to throw some questions at Victor and he will get back to me with answers as quick as possible. Victor, are you prepared? Yes, let's go. Okay. What is one book that you will recommend to entrepreneurs out there listening to this podcast? Oh, the best business book that I love is The Great Game of Business. Um, fantastic book. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. What is one book or course that you have read or invested in that changed your life? What do you learn from that and how did it change your life? Oh, man. So I'm an avid reader. I, I, I go through two books a month. Um, I, I guess, you know what, what, the, what the one that I would say is uh, EOS, the Entrepreneurial uh, Operating System. Um, the book is Traction. I've done many courses in it. Um, but what that gives you is a framework on how to run and measure your company's success. So it gives you different tool sets of how you're supposed to run your company, how you're supposed to run meetings, how you're supposed to measure the effectiveness of, of everything you're putting into place. Uh, so I think the EOS uh, system is probably the one that has, has given me the, the, the biggest value. Uh, and the name of the book is uh, uh, Traction. Uh, by I, th I think it's Mark Winters, if I remember correctly. Okay. All right. Every uh, book and uh, every resources that Victor mentioned on this show, uh, you can find it at www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. Uh, so right now, what is uh, one thing that you did that got you a very big win in business? Quitting my job. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. That, uh, that one day where I said I've had enough and, and it, it guys, let me tell you, it was painful. Um, it was not an easy decision. Uh, you know, selling your home and going from a lifestyle where you could pretty much go on vacation twice a year and buy whatever you want to putting all that money into growing something that you don't know if it's going to make it or not was, was painful. But 
that was the biggest thing is just getting over the fear and saying, I'm not going to fail. I'm going to make this happen no matter what um, was the thing that changed my life. I mean, it, it really did. Okay. All right. Victor, I've said it all because I can actually relate with what you said. Uh, it took me two years to actually make a single dime online uh, when, after I left my job. And it was a very painful and a very emotional time for me. I've talked about it in uh, the first episode for this uh, podcast. But, you know, then I was very, very determined. And though it was painful, I only kept looking at the goal. And that was what really got me older. So just like you said, uh, it was an emotionally uh, decision, but and it was an emotional time. But right now, if I look back, I will surely be grateful from now to tomorrow for that single decision. That sounds crazy then. So, uh, Victor, everybody has got a superpower. So for you, what is that one superpower that you have got that has helped you win in business? Oh, uh, I measure everything. So I have scorecards for every aspect of my business and the scorecards are individual. So every single employee of mine has their own scorecards with their metrics that we're measuring. Uh, then each department has a scorecard that those individual scorecards feed into. And then the company has a scorecard that I use to report to the board of directors. Uh, but learning to measure things and learning to measure the right things and then putting bonus programs together and raises and all the things that normal people do on emotion, but with these metrics in place, um, has been invaluable to be able to grow the business, to be able to retain staff, to keep staff engaged. Um, so yeah, I measure everything. Okay, I think that is a very, very unique and a very smart one. Uh, being able to measure uh, everything uh, for you to understand what is working and what is uh, not working. So thank you for that. It's a very rare one, I must say. I've asked a lot of entrepreneurs on this uh, podcast that same question, and I think that is very, very unique. Uh, so speaking of superpowers, you've got a superpower. You know how you can uh, measure things uh, for you to know what is working. What is that one thing or one area that you have been struggling with in business? You know, the, the one thing that I've struggled since the beginning and I continue to struggle. And, and as I talk to, to my fellow entrepreneurs, they tell me it's normal, is that business is three steps forward, two steps back. Three steps forward, two steps back. That's just the nature of the beast. There's sometimes where you have a moment of luck and, and, and you increase the business dramatically and you take six, seven steps forward. But the reality of the situation is most businesses, that's just the way it is, that there is almost as much uh, backward movement and there is forward movement, whether that's because your training processes aren't correct or some SOPs are in place. You don't have the right people on the right bus. You don't have the right people uh, hired. There's, there's always something that you have to fix. Um, and coming to terms with that and accepting that there's going to be these little failures is, is really tough on me because I, I, I don't like to fail. Although I say that, you know, failure is, 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 is normal for uh, any, anyone that's trying to do anything. Um, so that's really where, where it says just being comfortable with taking those three steps forward, as long as you're moving forward at the end, right. And you're not doing three steps back and two steps forward. You want to be doing three steps forward and even in one or two steps back is okay. Okay. Yeah. You are very correct. I think I just sum it up like, uh, that business is kind of a zigzag. Sometimes you zig and sometimes you have to zag. So, uh, yep. right on point. So what is one thing that you are working on right now that you are excited about beyond your business? Uh, 
a bunch of stuff. I, I, we're, we're getting to the point we want to build our own house. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a real big personal goal uh, of mine. Um, we're, we're hoping that will happen um, soon. Uh, so that's, that's really uh, fun. Um, and then everything else is my kids, you know, um, raising them and making sure that they have everything they need is, is, is something that I get a lot of pleasure from. Okay, that's awesome. So uh, talking about uh, something outside of business and something personal. So outside of business, who is you? So who's Victor? Uh, yeah. Victor is a continuous learner. Uh, I, I actually love to learn. Um, I, I, like I said, I, I read at least a book a month. I'm listening to multiple podcasts. I love the idea of podcasts. Uh, I'm part of uh, many business groups. Um, I also am a big uh, fitness and nutrition and uh, um, mental health person. Um, I'm, I'm actually writing a book. That's that's one of the things that I'm doing on the on the side, um, you know, as a hobby in my in my free time. Right. Um, I've actually got the book done and it's uh, based around accessing your true potential. Um, and it has all these different things that I've learned over the years as to how someone can actually get to their best self. Uh, so obviously I read a lot, I learn a lot and, and that's, uh, and I like to teach that's, that's the other thing. Cause I love doing these podcasts. Uh, I love helping people. In fact, you know, one of the gifts I want to give to your audience is if you have any technology struggles that you have, please reach out to me. I, I, I would love to help you free of charge. There's, there's no salesy things here. I just enjoy helping people. Okay, that's awesome. So you mentioned your book, and as a book coach, I love to just entrepreneurs writing books because, uh, based on what I've seen uh, in my years of experience, helping entrepreneurs write and publish a book, a book is a very good business card. So can you just tell us why did you decide to write a book, and what exactly is that your book? Uh, what is it for? What is your objective and goal for writing your yeah, book? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the reason I decided to write it was because I spent a lot of my life reading uh, and I use Audible too. So some people are auditory. I, I enjoy read, reading and, and, and listening to books. But in that time, one day I was looking through all the books that I've read on different subjects, you know, some business subjects, some fitness, some nutrition, some mental stuff, some meditation stuff. So all this different stuff. And I came to the conclusion that I learned a little bit from each book. Some books were terrible. I, I didn't finish them. They, they just, you know, didn't serve a purpose, but there was other books that I learned a little and I learned a little and I learned a little. And I said, you know what, putting all this information together into something that someone can read one book and say, these are the things I need to do in order to get to my true self. And that's why I decided to write the book. And it started with just an outline. I, I remember sitting there at my desk one day and I just started drawing and, and I started drawing the outline of all the things because the book is based around four wheels of success. And then there's um, six pillars that support the wheels. So some wheels have two pillars and some wheels have one pillar. But these things are different items that you need in your life for different things, you know, spirituality, health, nutrition, all these things, you bring them together. And as you get that stuff in your life and you have repetition in those things, like you go to the gym three times a week, you make sure your diet is 80% good and 20% do whatever you want. Those sort of things. You start putting those things in your life and you'll see you start accessing your true potential. Um, so I started writing it based on that little uh, um, uh, chart that I put together. Um, I finished the book. Uh, it took me about two years to get to where it is now. 
And now I just got to go back and put in all the stories around the different things that I've learned, and then I'll get it out there and uh, hopefully get it published. All right, that's awesome. And just uh, to keep this in, uh, Victor, just uh, free free to reach out to me if there's any help I can uh, offer uh, towards publishing and distributing your book and every other uh, good stuff like that. Because personally, I love books and this is what I've been doing right from 2014 when I started uh, my business Autoscript before I started uh, the book court where I actually focused on helping entrepreneurs instead of the general uh, publishing uh uh, market. So, and one thing I always love about a book is just like you mentioned, you've read a lot of book and you've aggregated a lot of knowledge and your book is something, is a tool where you can just pack all the knowledge that you have uh, got, all the experiences you've got, package it together and also your expertise as well. So that someone out there and across the world, you, a book can fly across the world, you might never know. And someone can easily take that book and just just dive in and consume all the experiences that you have had for a couple of years so a uh, very awesome uh, project you are working on i wish you uh, good luck with your book so when should we be expecting your book out i think next year uh, i i definitely need to need help and i will take you up on your offer uh, yeah sure talk after the podcast but yeah absolutely it's 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 grueling like if if people are out there and i don't want I don't want to detract anyone from actually writing a book because it is a fulfilling experience. But I mean, you know, this, it is a grueling, grueling undertaking. You have to have a lot of willpower to sit there and write it. And every, because it's not something that you can do in a few weeks or a few months. It's something that you have to really devote X amount of time for the indefinite future. Uh, until you get to the point where you like it. And, and, and even when you get to the point where you like it, there's going to be little touches and little details that need to be done in order for it to actually become that book that people will want to buy. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a struggle. But I'm hoping by next year, because um, now I'm down to devoting probably an hour or two a week uh, to writing the book. So I'm hoping that, yeah, next year, 2023, maybe March or April of next year, we'll, we'll get it out there. All right. We'll look forward to that. And one thing I have to add to what you said, uh, just like you said, it took you two years to write your book. But let me just give a shameless plug uh, because of what I do. Actually, there are proven processes uh, where you can uh, write your book within a few months. It doesn't have to take that long. And just like you said, it can be a very grueling uh, experience and a very uh, long one at that. But, you know, when you have someone at hand who can really guide you through the process. Uh, it's a very, very loving experience. And I do that all the time. So uh, excuse me for that. It's a very shameless plugging, but I'm proud of what I do. And uh, we are surely looking forward to having your book next year. Uh, so before we uh, say goodbye on this episode, so, and before you tell us where we can connect with you, can you give us your best tip for entrepreneurs out there listening to this episode? Yeah, never stop learning. Uh, that's your, the best tip I can give anybody. When you think you know it all, go find something else because there's something else to learn. Uh, and, you know, I, I learned from different uh, ways. The, the best one for me is to become part of a CEO group uh, like Vistage. Um, that is probably the one that, that, that's accelerated my growth more than anything else. 
Okay, you've heard it all from Victor. Victor, where can we find you online? Where can we connect with you? And where can we know more about you online? Yeah, I'm pretty big on social media. So um, you could find me as uh, Victor or Vittorio Calabrese on LinkedIn, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And you can always find Deside on the same channels as Deside or Deside TSP. Um, and again, the place I look at the most is LinkedIn. Uh, so you could find me on LinkedIn and please feel free to reach out if there's anything I can do for you. Okay, awesome. Uh, every resources, every link and every uh, website that Victor mentioned in this episode can be found at the uh, www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. Just head straight there and just search for uh, Victor and you will get the show note to this episode. So thank you so much, Victor, for jumping on this call with me. And thank you for sharing your entrepreneurial journey. It's been a very awesome uh, few uh, minutes spending time with you. And we celebrate you for keeping the entrepreneurial fire burning. Thank you so much for all you do. And always don't stop doing what you do, because there are a lot of people out there who are looking forward to uh, this story, who want to have this kind of story. And I think it's an inspiration for many people out there and that is exactly why i started this podcast to share entrepreneurs are uh, doing good and to come and share their story so that they can inspire and motivate someone out there who might maybe uh giving up or maybe up on the verge of giving up so thank you once again for victor and i know next time if you call you you will surely jump on this call with us to have another or something like this Thank you, Mawa. This was awesome. Thank you for what you do, because I do agree. Uh, it's podcasts like this that give people the little bit of uh, what they need to, to get to the next level. Yeah. Thank you so much. So we'll catch you next time. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.